Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Golden Girls Review. I'm Dorothy, uh, and I'm Rose. <laughs> You're, are you Rose today? Oh yeah. Okay. Always. That's actually Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies, who's in today for Dawn, who will be back on Monday. I'm Bradley Trainer, of course. Mike, who would Mike be then? I don't know Mike well enough to say if he's really a Blanche or Stanley. Uh, Hi, it's me, Stan. <laughs> Mike's a kind of I don't Maybe know. Angela. You me. Have you ever watched an episode? Of- I just uh, yeah, like I I'd see it when my like grandma was watching or whatever, as I mentioned yesterday. And every time <laughs> I mention it, you get, get so mad. Every time, every time I've been my exposed grandma. to it. Oh, my, what my grandma was here and we watched it. Yeah, you know, like oh, yeah, yeah. It is weird though. I loved uh, some good TV land when I was a kid, but for some reason that one never was on when I was watching. Because that was on Lifetime. Oh, okay, gotcha. Golden <laughs> Girls. Actually, I will tell you, here's, here's this is a journey, right? Good afternoon, by the way. Welcome. <laughs> Paul's going to tell us. Believe it or not, Paul is actually going to go even older oh, p- Yes. in this segment. Yes. But before we get there, I just want to say, like, Golden Girls, and Paul, I think you'll appreciate this as A, a fan of the Golden Girls, but also a lover of TV generally, and a person who collects their favorite things on uh, physical media. media. Physical yeah. media. The Golden Girls was one of the last of my favorite TV shows to become available on VHS first and then, you know, Mm. on DVD. And so as uh, a young person in my 20s, I had to record Golden Girls episodes on VHS tapes. And that's how I would watch them because they used to only be played after it aired originally. mm -hmm. Right. Like which you may or may not have recorded. But after that, like after it went into syndication or whatever you want to say. Um, it was just on Lifetime all the time. I would tape things off TV all the time from t- made for TV movies of the week. I recorded a lot of home improvement. Um, There's the my Rosie, jam right yeah, there. Yeah, I yeah. A little tool time. All right. A little, like the Rosie O'Donnell show. This is called Ebert. I would tape religiously. And I still have a lot of those VHS tapes full of randomness. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's you should probably get rid of those. Excuse me, please. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so the Golden Girls was one of the last to become available for purchase. And when it when they did, I was just so excited to be able. I've since gotten rid of my VHS tapes of the Golden Girls, which I wish I would have kept. But I've got the DVDs, of course, because here's the thing. You never know when those when those shows are going to be taking off, taken off streaming. Correct. And so you want to be able to have a physical backup. Absolutely. So. That's why I still have such a massive movie collection. Speaking of your massive movie collection, yeah. can we do some old Hollywood in the form of Glennis Johns? Yeah. An actress. People may not really 
know, but they might know without actually knowing. She just celebrated 100 years on She's planet 100 Earth. years old. And um, a reporter from West Hollywood uh, went and actually interviewed her. Uh, his name is George Pinocchio. He literally went to her bedside and it's like, let's catch up and talk about your career at the age of 100. So she is at her bed, Tony right next to her, and she is still... Smart as a whip, like slower, but smart, funny. Now, if you're like, wait a minute, just tell me who she is. Yeah, tell Mike, can you play Gladys a clip is. to remind people? I always knew you were one of us. We're clearly soldiers in petty coats and dauntless crusaders for women's votes. Though we adore men individually, we agree that as a group, they're rather stupid. Mrs. <laughs> So now that Mrs. is Glynis John as Mrs. Banks in the fantastic film Mary Poppins, the original with with Julie Anderson, Dick Van Dyke, and she is such an icon. Sister Suffragette, such a great song. She would go on um, to win the Tony Award in 1973 for A Little Night Music, Stephen Sondheim's genius show. She would sing Send in the Clowns. Uh, people also know Glynis John's. I grew up knowing her, yes, because of Mary Poppins, but she was also a <laughs> villain in the original Batman series with Adam West. She was in season three as Lady Penelope Peasoup in a couple of London oh set episodes with the London Fog. Um, so great. And then later on in her career, before she kind of retired, people may remember that she was in The Ref. She was in While You Were Sleeping. She was played uh, Molly Shannon's grandma in Superstar. So she is just a delightful uh, actress. Actress, character actress. Yes, she was born in London. Um, yeah, she it, it like go down her Wikipedia and you will know so much about her just by remembering what she's done. And I just love that she is a hundred, still going strong. She's just not this. Gone. This kind of story has a special place in my heart because just you know the these are sort of living time capsules. I mean, obviously she's an icon. She is an institution. She is just an amazing actress in her own right. And. Mm -hmm. And increasingly, we have lost so much of the golden age of Hollywood. And to have someone like this still on, on planet Earth is a treat and a treasure. So it, it it's nice to see people actually engaging her for the reason that, you know, sort of put her on the map. And she's not just sort of... Because so often, stars like this kind of just fade. Right. And it's not until, I would say, probably the last, I don't know, 20 years where we've been able to enjoy history so easily with physical media oddly these two conversations are now going Blending. together yeah because now that people can appreciate who glennis johns is a lot more easily they won't forget her in the way that like in the 80s and the 90s a lot of people sort of you know forgot or um watched you know these aging Hollywood stars fade away. And if you think about like the the projects that I just mentioned, even Cheers, she was Shelley Shelley Long's mom on Cheers. This her career spans. I mean, Mary Pot she was working in the 30s, like very early on. She was a child star and continued to work. I mean, Mary Poppins was 63. Um Corchester, 55. Uh Mary Poppins was 64. The, While You're Sleeping was in the 90s, Cheers is in the 80s, Batman was in the 60s. Like, her career spans decades. And if you think about, like, those shows and movies all hit a different spot for me. Like, I think about my grandma McGuire with every time I watch Mary Poppins. So I think about Glennis Johns, I then go to my grandma, which is a delightful memory. 
Cheers is my favorite sitcom of all time. So like, I just love that. She's Batman. crossing a variety of different streams and yeah. channels in my life. And she's just as a little gay icon, I think. I, I would say also I was reading that after the death of Olivia de Havilland, she became the oldest living Academy Award nominee. Yes. Apparently in any acting category. And then in 2021, after Betty White passed, she became the oldest living Disney legend. Wow. Yes. God. I, okay. But you know what's also interesting? Fun fact, right? Like people may not realize, not only do you have Dick Van Dyke. He's 97. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews still alive. And Glennis Johns. I mean, they could do a Mary Poppins reboot. Well, they kind of did already. The three of them? No, but it was Mary Poppins Returns with Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lin Manuel, and then Dick Van Dyke was in it. Was Glennis Johns in it? No, I don't they think so. Bust her out of retirement. They should have. And Julie didn't want to do it. Yeah. But Angela Lansbury was. Yeah. And we lost her recently too. I know. I'm old. No, you're not. Uh, but I mean, you are. But no older. <laughs> you're actually. If you're old, then I'm really old. Uh, but this is this is every. Keep going. No, no, I was just going to say as like a, as a gay, mm-hmm. Glennis Johns and actors, actresses like her from the golden age of Hollywood or as a gay who loved the golden age of Hollywood. I love stories like this. Yeah. So I'm glad that you highlighted her. Thank you. My friend David, um, who is right there in this wheelhouse of ours too. Uh, it was posted about her on Facebook as well because he's, he loves that old Hollywood and the, the, the gay and icons. And she and really is like, you know, she's a living legend. legend. She, I don't want to say she's legend. like a live. It's like, uh, you don't want to say like, you know, it's like she's a woolly mammoth. But like you get to if with Glennis Johns being on planet Earth, she was, you know, when she was at her prime, mm-hmm. she truly was. And just, she's funny. Like if you watch her clips, she is a spirit. And even the 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 reporter interviewing at her 100, she made a, she makes a crack. Her Tony's sitting right in front of her. And then the reporter's like, and you want a Tony? And she's like, oh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> like she still got her wit about her yeah. at a hundred. Would you want to live to a hundred? Absolutely. Really? How about two hundred? Oh wow. Yeah. No, but, I'm one of those people that I used to say like I want you to freeze me, and then bring me back when they okay, can solve well, whatever. Yeah. I do not want to live I that long. What? Who wants to die? I feel I like to get if morbid, I've but... done everything I want to, and I'm like, there is not enough time to do everything. I, I mean, want I get to. that. I get that because there's so much I want to do, watch, experience. Yeah. But if there's a point where I'm like, I'm immobile or I, I can't do all those By things. By the time we get there, Paul, knock on wood, God willing. Yeah. Um, they're going to have like, we're going to be doing like, you know, they'll just give us some new genes and yeah, we'll just grow new parts. I mean, age life is increased dramatically. Yeah. You hear people dying at like 85 and they're like, they were we're, so young. People say, I feel like people say that now, like they don't want to live, you know. I don't want to live that long. You're like, because right now it seems like that would be, although right now is, you know, like a hundred and something. Right? Yeah. Right. But who knows what living to 110 would be like when we have half of my life still to live. And that's kind of cool to think about. Yeah. Or it could be, you know, glass half empty. And you're like, well, I'm half out the door. <laughs> Let's end on an uplifting note, shall we? Thank you for that walk down memory lane. And when we come back, ooh, look who's got a memoir. A secret tell-all Hollywood memoir. We got to talk about this, Bradley. Hugh Jackman has got a memoir on its way. We're talking about it when we return right here. on Wired. Additional terms apply. Taylor Swift, we're here and hoping you drop by to watch the Vikings win and make the Swifties cry. And we'll say welcome to the North. 
We are waiting for you. Welcome to the north. Welcome to the north. Hey, Taylor. Welcome to Minneapolis. I've got some ideas for you guys Um, because I know you probably want to have an authentic experience while you're in Minneapolis. So I was thinking we could go out on Lake Minnetonka. I'll take you on a nice little boat tour. You can see some fall colors. Or maybe we could just like take Wheezy on a walk around Powderhorn Park. It'd be kind of fun. Maybe I'd make you guys a loaf of sourdough bread. Or you could just go to the game and watch your boyfriend get beaten by the Vikings. I mean, there's that. Skull. I think that's what they say, right? (laughs) Uh, I know my way around football. I'm learning. Thanks to Mike over there. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to the, what are we on? Second-ish hour of the Adventures yeah. of Bradley and Donna, yeah. My Talk 1071, with our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes. Paul, there is a Hollywood memoir chock full of bombshells about to be dropped on us. And I know you know who it is, but uh, um, why don't you just tell us? Mr. Wolverine. Hugh Mr. Jackman. Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. Now, you saw the story. I know you did, and you've got thoughts and feels, and we'll yes, share them. But I just want to tell people that Hugh Jackman allegedly... Now, here's the story. This is all... For those of you who love blind items, for those of you who love Hugh Jackman and celebrities and pop culture and stuff... Buckle up. You are probably like, oh, tell me more. Because, of course, we know that Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Furness recently announced that they would be divorcing after umpteen years together. Kind of a shock. Also, though... There have been a lot of blind items about Hugh Jackman. Now, the story from Us Weekly, because when I saw this, I was like, oh, really? He's going to give us a shocking bombshell-ridden memoir? Bloop. So then I read the story, and it says, according to Us Weekly, and by the way, this is in the new issue on Newsstands Now, uh, Hugh is going to be writing a memoir. According to the insider, quote, Hugh's chewing... Hughes choosing to write this book now because he's finally being honest with himself and the divorce. And this book is the first step. Now, for those who pay attention to things, what do you think this is referring to, Paul? Well, that language to me is coded language that we in our community use as being honest about who we are as people and our sexuality. Oh, you mean the gays? The gays. Well, because there have been a lot of rumors about his sexuality over the years, and they've talked about it. They've also sort of addressed these rumors and, and sort of laughed them off routinely. Yes, because a lot of those rumors stem from a few things. And this is going to sound stereotypical, but just hear me out as a fellow gay. You know, maybe I'm 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 already here. Right. Yeah. He played Peter Allen on Broadway, known gay icon Peter Allen on Broadway, won a Tony for it. He was Wolverine in the X-Men movies. And a lot of a lot of people see the X-Men characters as um, analogies for the queer community. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... 
leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And mar- being marginalized, marginalized people. Yeah. Uh, he then went back on Broadway to do The Music Man. So, like, there's just various... Ins- and he has a gay following. Like, he's been in the music theater world forever. I'm not well, saying and that plus- is... I'm going to get flack for just equating the two. No, but that, but rightly or wrongly, people that is associated with people's careers. Now, it used to be that that could be a career killer. Mm-hmm. We thankfully live in an age where perhaps people celebrate it or even just speculating that, oh, he is gay by way of the things that he's been doing. It's not necessarily even seen as a negative. It's just sort of attributed to him. And then those rumors, to your point, have carried... Uh, or have been carried alongside him for years. Right. And and he's always brushed them off. They, if you think about publicationships, he was in this, he was in a marriage forever that looks really good in Hollywood to boost your leading man status in any type of project that he wants. There's also been blind items of the people that he is connected to. If you think about who directed the X-Men movies. Well, which is very problematic. Brian very, Singer. Yes. That's who you're talking yes, about. Yes, Brian Singer. Yeah. And there have been a lot of dark blind items alleging that he is engaged in a lot of the illegal behavior that Brian Singer has been alleged to be a part of. Right. So the question is, if he is finally coming out, is this a good thing? Well, I ask you. You tell me. So this is a conversation we had in our house last night um, because of this very notion. Like, we as gay people want others to feel like they can come out at their own free will and that we shouldn't be forcing people out of the closet. Yeah. Um, at any point in their career or life or what your career is. But at the same time, it's like, why now? And are you only doing it to sell a book? Because well, that seems shady. There is, a, there, is a, uh, there is a connection in that regard or another story that sort of gives a, a similar feeling. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey. Because right. remember, Kevin Spacey chose to come out after years of being... Dodging that. Of dodging that question directly. And again, people, like we all agree that people should be able to come out and share whatever part of themselves they want when Mm. they're ready to do it and on their own terms. Yes. But for Kevin Spacey, it seemed very convenient that at the moment he was being accused of sexually assaulting Anthony Rapp when he was 14 years old, he came out as gay as if to get sympathy when he was being criticized for sexual assault. Right. So I think that's where a lot of people's eyebrows would get raised Mm -hmm. with, with Hugh Jackman. Like, why is now the moment, if that's the case? I would just like to be clear. We're speculating. That is a speculation that is not necessarily what we know to be true. Mm -hmm. And the bombshells that are alluded to could just be gay baiting, meaning like, we know you all think about uh, him secretly being gay and getting you to think maybe he's going to come out will sell some books. And that's... An unfortunate thing, too. Yeah. Like, it, it, it is, it, it could be very problematic. Right. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. questioning a lot of this. Mike, I know you said that there was a blind item. Yeah. Perhaps. One of, one of the blind items from today that we didn't get to, and I can uh, 
make it official. Should we do it? We'll, yeah. We'll do it here for you. Uh, this foreign-born A-list actor is teasing that he is finally going to come out. And there's another part of the blind that alludes to stuff you already talked mm. about that I don't want to get to. Okay, so we're yeah. just not going to talk about the second half. But implying that perhaps implying that there are other reasons we might find out about uh, why he's Bas- coming out now. Basically, it's saying why is he, or if he's going to open up about that, is he also going to open up about some of the other allegations with Brian Singer? Yeah. And this is what pisses me off. Yeah. Is if if this is why this is, and this is the problem with Kevin Spacey doing it, yeah. is that you are now equating being gay to sexual assault as if one thing leads to another or one is a byproduct of using or, coming out to ameliorate any allegation right. as if. To say you're gay means you can't um, sexually assault someone or whatever the excuse is. I don't right. know. But your point is well taken. That was a criticism that was lo- uh, rightfully, I think, launched against mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey. And it's still fresh in our minds. Right. Right. And it then opens up a larger conversation, too, about just coming out in Hollywood. And how do we stay in the closet or tap, tiptoe around it to keep, excuse me, the career that we want? It's okay. Um, we get emotional around these things. Uh, the, the phrase gay baiting, we could use another phrase for it too. Um, we see with a lot of celebrities when they're tiptoeing around their identity, clothing, whatever. You know what? We're going to take a breath of fresh air, put some ice cream in our mouths when we come back. Yes. It's Food Porn Friday right around the corner on My Talk 1071. <laughs> Where talk is fun. fun My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. It's starting to feel like fall. It's starting to feel like perhaps winter might actually happen, although we felt like we were pushing it away for a little bit. Anyway, that gets you thinking about all of the crap headed our way uh, on the roads. Winter weather conditions can wreak havoc on our vehicles. But the good news is there's still plenty of time to pop over to St. Anthony and Boulevard Auto Works to have Tom and his team make sure your vehicle has what it takes to get through another Minnesota winter. Make sure your battery's in tip-top shape. Make sure your tires have what they need. And really just all around, making sure that your vehicle is ready to go. I bring my vehicle to Boulevard for scheduled maintenance. I have for issues in the past for a number of reasons. You should too, because you're going to love the service. You're going to love the professionalism and the expertise of my friends at Boulevard. Mention my talk. You're going to get a free maintenance and safety inspection. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. It is a little creepy and strange out there. (gasps) What? Appropriate, actually. See what I did there? If you don't know what I'm talking about, we'll get there in just a moment. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's Friday, which means we like to put fun things in our mouth, Paul. Yes. What are we going to taste today, Paul? Wow. One of my favorite shows on Netflix is Stranger Things. And the people at Netflix decided to partner with Walmart to deliver seven flavors of Scoops Ahoy ice cream. Now, you may be thinking, oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Season three of Stranger Things had two characters, uh, the ones played by Joe Carey and Maya Hawk, uh, working at Scoops Ahoy. Steve and, um, oh my gosh, uh, Steve and Robin working at Scoops Ahoy. So I brought in two of the flavors. They're sold exclusively at Walmart. You have to look for them on a little special end cap. That's where I found them because I got a little worried they were sold out. But the flavors I brought for us today are cinnamon bun bites, 
and mint flair. Now, we should say that there are seven flavors, four of which are like normal looking yep. uh, ice cream flavors, and then three are from the upside down. Yeah, the mint flares from the upside down, and then cinnamon cinnamon bun bites. They also have triple decker extravaganza. I don't know what that is. It looks like a monster cookie or something. It's got some like uh, little mini M&Ms. Vanilla and butter ice cream, maple ribbons, chocolate peanut butter candy, and waffle Ooh. bites. That's oh, not the one we're... Oh, I'm sorry. What did you do, Paul? Well, this, okay, so, right. um, so you got two flavors the first one cinnamon bun bites this is cinnamon ice cream cinnamon cream cheese swirl and then cinnamon roll dough mm, um, cinnamon. so i'm gonna i'm gonna post pictures on my instagram at paul's movie there, trip like, we have to start with that one Oh, you want to get the bad one out of the way? I kind of yes. want to get the bad one okay, out of the way. Okay, so let's go down okay, to... Okay, so here's what you don't know. Mike has <laughs> an aversion to here. mint ice cream. You were the or to mint, mint everything, but yeah. Mint... F- that's like my favorite flavor. So mint flare. What is mint flare? <laughs> the mint flare is mint ice cream, chocolate chunks, and then rainbow confetti. You know what's weird? Is that the mint ice cream is red. What's from the upside down? Yeah, it's kind I of... I know odd. you'd think it'd be like a green grasshopper, yeah. but... All right, so taste it. Put it in. It smells minty. I will say I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. So do I. Like, I'm not I could, a huge mint fan generally, but I do love mint. Oh. You both are strangers are in so the strangers thing. <laughs> this is literally the first time I've eaten anything mint in probably is it really? six years. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, I don't sorry. like it. Paul, you should take okay. that as a compliment that he's willing well, to I'm willing to try it. Thank you. We got Don to eat Lutefisk. I'll try mint. Oh, I just true. gagged thinking about that. Um, I like this. It's you know, it's a minty ice cream. It's nothing like super original, but it's a good like mint chip. That's mint chip. Mm-hmm. It's totally mint chip. Yeah, mint chip. Again, I got this at the I got nothing Walmart Rosedale or the uh, Walmart in Roseville. Is um, that an end cap. I will say that the red makes me want it to taste differently. Right, like the red color makes me want it. It's the flare, Mike. It's exactly how I remember it. It's exactly how he remembers it. Like somebody took a bowl of ice cream and dumped toothpaste in it. That's why I don't oh, like mint. Great. But wow. no, that's it, it's not it, impressed. So what is clearly. your toothpaste flavor of the choice then? No, no, no. That's what I only use for toothpaste. I don't <laughs> want to cover my food in what I use for toothpaste. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, that's... Um, I don't know. I just don't like the flavor. I never really... How about the ice cream quality? The ice cream quality is very creamy. It's nice and I will say... I will give that. No, it's good ice cream. You know, that makes me think, and I don't know who makes the ice cream. I don't either. Um, Bradley, you're closer to the cup. Okay. The lids have the flavor profile, and then the box or the cup... Because usually, the reason I say I don't know who makes it, even though it says Stranger Things, is that, for example, another partnership, Little Debbie, remember we tried the Little Debbie ice creams? That was another ice cream company that made the flavors for Little Debbie, and then they were sold at Walmart. That was a really good quality ice cream brand. This one, I don't see any specific name on it. Golden West Food Group. But it's 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 a good quality Seems ice cream. Seems like good ice cream, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a while Creamy. before we get season five of Stranger Things, so this is kind of hitting the power. All right, what's the other flavor we okay. were going to try, but we had to try last so that Mike could Sorry, end on a happy us, note? Lee. Sorry. It's cinnamon bun <laughs> bites, and oh. this is cinnamon ice cream, cinnamon cream cheese swirl, and then cinnamon roll dough. I like cinnamon cream cheese. Now, I biffed it and put both flavors in the cup, and now it's melting. But Yeah, it, I think this is like Paul's first time. Yeah, it Not is. really. No. Oh, yeah. Is it good? Oh, yeah. I Tell got me what you're tasting. Bites. I'm oh. tasting cinnamony. I'm tasting fall. I'm tasting creamy, cheesy. It's yummy. Ooh. Yeah, yeah that bite. This made up for it's it. It's like chewy. Yeah. Mm. Did you get one of the cinnamon bun bites? Although. Cinnamon roll doll. Okay. I didn't. 
Well, keep Mom, digging in there. You might have gotten find, one. Oh, there's one. Oh, yeah. They're good, except now I'm having like hot tamale in my mouth, mm-hmm. which is not my favorite. Because oh. did oh, your flavors sh- like fake cinnamon? Oh, I thought maybe your flavors are mixing, but it's good though. It is good. Maple yeah. nut is my absolute favorite ice cream, and this kind of has that same kind of just well. Wow. Speaking of maple nut, yeah. there was a one of our flavors had maple. Ooh, okay. Yeah, this is really a, good. I love this. This one is definitely. I like this one better than the mint one. What are some yeah. of the other flavors? So some have? of the other flavors I could have bought um, USS Butterscotch, mm. which is butterscotch ice cream, caramel ribbons, mm. and caramel chocolate. Mm. We talked about triple decker extravaganza. There's chocolate pudding. <laughs> extravaganza. That was, yeah. <laughs> There's chocolate pudding, which is chocolate ice cream, chocolate fudge swirls, and then vanilla wafers. That mm. seemed a little boring, so I did not pick it up. The void. Boring? This is the one that I was like bummed they didn't have. The void. Vanilla bean ice cream, strawberry ribbons, and vanilla cream cookie pieces. However, it's black vanilla ice cream. So it's really cool looking, the void. And then we did mint flare. And then pineapple upside down. Pineapple ice cream, salted caramel swirls, pound cake chunks. I just went back to the mint. Yeah. No. Now I'm just getting candy cane, and I'm not a fan. I think the cinnamon swirl, definitely the keeper, Ooh. if I had to pick. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Like we typically do on these segments, we have a scale of zero to five uh, porn stars. Zero being the worst ice cream you ever put in your mouth. Yeah. Five being the height of ice cream for you. Man. Where does this fall? Scale. On an ice cream scale, zero to five, where does Scoops Ahoy from Stranger Things I would say that land. the mint flare would be a three out of five. Okay. Because it's very much a basic mint chip. Yep. The cinnamon bur- the cinnamon bun. Cinnamon bun bites. Cinnamon bun bites. Cinnamon I would give bites. a good four out of five. Oh, all right. Mike? Yeah, that was uh, the first one. I don't even know what my scale doesn't really matter because I don't like it just in general. So it always I don't know. You're like like, it's, like you said, though, it's good quality opinions. ice cream, though. So, like, I, I don't know, like 2.2. I don't know. It was fine. Wow, you even you don't like mint and you gave it a two? I'm just saying, like, out of just the fact that I think it was really good for what it was, it's just not so my kind. flavor that I would like. Yeah. The other one, 4.6. It's one of the best ice creams I've had in a long time. Great. Wow. It's very, very 4. good. 4.6, that's high that's price. Really that's really high, high price. price. All right, so I, I will say I'm going to give the mint about a 2.5, right down the middle. And cinnamon bun bites, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Right. Because I thought it was good. But my test is always, if you want to get to four, you're going to have to be something I would literally go out and buy. But I want to try all these other flavors first right. before like, I would go back to this. I need to try the void. I got to find that again. So if anyone finds it in the wild. Or the butterscotch. Or yeah, that, that triple decker too. one. That sounds good. Pineapple. I'm sure pineapple was good, but. Yeah. Like I said, I got them at the Walmart in Roseville. They were on an end cap. They were not with the other ice creams. So I'm sure you can get them at your local Walmarts. I do love Walmart seems to provide whenever we have and we've tried a lot of different unique snack foods and stuff Mm -hmm. on uh food porn friday and typically if it's available at walmart walmart is really good about actually having the thing in stock yeah i saw the little debbie ones and i almost grabbed those because i didn't see these and i was like wait let me see oh sure as a backup because there's like a bunch of those i feel like there's like a dozen little debbie ice cream flavors yeah i was very torn between the oatmeal cream pie We, did we try the I've never no, tried it. No, we didn't we, try that one, no. We tried a few of them a while mm-hmm. back. But next time you come, we'll we'll try them. Thank you. you. Yeah. All right. Paul, thank you so much for bringing in Stranger Things 
Scoops Ahoy! Scoops Ahoy! And uh, we'll post a video on social if you want to see us actually eating food, yeah. you know? Um, I don't know what else to talk about other than ice cream. Oh, um, well, I had... Oh, yeah. Um, well, we'll talk. We've got more food in a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. Actually, when we come back, we're going to talk about food. Yeah. We're going to keep talking about food because, well, you like to eat food. I like to yeah. eat food. Mike loves to eat food as well. Big so the thing. three of us... <laughs> What were you gonna say? But, oh, I was gonna say I need some I need some help in the food land. All right, so, you need some recipe ideas. I need some recipe ideas, some soups, some fall ideas. It is it is soup season. Yeah. Soup season is definitely on. I had a really good soup earlier this week. Ooh. All right, we're gonna talk food when we come back right here on my Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live, doing everything entertainment on MyTalk1071.com. Don't forget, Project Out of Dirty is right around the corner. Oh. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh my God. We still have tickets available? Barely. Hurry up and head over to our website because if there are any left, that's where they'll be. MyTalk1071.com And of course... We are going to be doing a reality show on the radio all next week for four great charities. You've heard about Brave Like Gabe. We're excited to share that with you here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. But before we get into the week of Project Down and Dirty, we've got a week still to enjoy, or at least a couple hmm, segments left, about an hour and 15 minutes, with Paul McGuire Grimes today filling in for Dawn. Paul. It's great to be here. You talk uh, in the last segment about your love of food, but you needed some... Yeah, I'm kind of in this rut right now where I tend to make the same five to six things and I'm bored with those options and I tend to do them because they're no brainers. And at the end of the day, I I can't think about finding a new recipe. And I'm also one of those people that loves buying cookbooks and has a bajillion of them. But do I take the time? Well, you have to, to sit actually, down and like, then go figure out them? what's practical, what works, what's actually good. I get it. Right. So I'm like figured I'd open the floor seeing what people are making right now. Do you have any ideas, tips and tricks for me? Do you have any soup ideas for me? Because it's like soup season. I've been having some chicken tortilla soups lately and those were very good. Okay, now you said you have like a a handful of recipes that you just keep going back to time and time again. I feel like we all have those five recipes. So what's one of yours? Because I guarantee like one of your favorites is something maybe myself or other people don't make and we'd be like, oh, that would be good. Right, so like, I can make lasagna pretty easily. A lot of people make a lasagna. Chicken enchiladas, very easy. It's also a lot of things like I can grab at the deli or the meat counter. So like at Hy-Vee, they sell these chicken stuffed, like stuffed chicken breasts. So I'll do that with some sweet potatoes or a side, a vegetable side dish of some sort. Um, So things like that, or I make 
like easy Bertoli bags or what the heck? Oh, what? Like Bertoli Bert- brand makes like oh like um like a a one pan penne with sauce that you just heat over the uh, like a, a pan. Yeah, so easy. Done in eleven minutes. So it's fast. Got it. Um, you need fast. So I like fast, especially like if I'm gonna make dinner for the girl. That'd be my daughter. Not yeah. Like a, yeah, yeah. My husband. I'm making dinner for my husband. I yeah. am also making. Are you dinner the cook for in the house? I am the cook in the house. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, so. Yeah, I'm, we've, I'm open to things. We've People got are, someone on the line. Great. I've got some ideas for you too. But Mike, who's uh, who's on the phone? We had Dawn on the on the phone. Not Dawn. that one. Not that one. The other Dawn. Hey, Dawn. Dawn what advice do you Hi. have for Paul? There, we're, we're a lot. There's a lot of Dawns out here. True. Very true. <laughs> I, although growing up in school, I'm 76. There were never any Dawns. I was the only one. You were a pioneer. But, um, you and Dawn. I was. was. I, my mother was. My mother was. Anyway, um, what I was going to suggest was what I'm doing tonight, and I, I do the same thing. It's like, what the heck can I cook that's different? Yeah. Um, I'm doing a, just a really simple, just a sausage skillet. Um, uh, smoked sausage. Uh, I'm going to steam some broccoli, throw it in there, I'm, and onion, red pepper, uh, potatoes, ch- you know, chunked up, and maybe a little... Um, you know, different seasonings and some liquid, like maybe a chicken broth or something like that. Yeah, that sounds really great. Easy peasy, and you do it in in your cast iron skillet, and you're done. I love it, Dawn. That's a great idea. Amazing. Thank you. Serve that with um, some rice or noodles or something. Yeah. Well, not, no, not if you got potatoes in there. Oh, there's potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, Dawn. Thank you. That have reminds me of a really sweet. good recipe that I have that kind of comes out this season. It's for a sausage butter and squash skillet dinner that Rachel Ray made. Mm. Really good flavors. It's nice and hearty. And you can you can substitute your sausages depending on what you like in it. Substitute but. your sausage. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like a good skillet. I will say we just this week, my lazy, I called it slop. I was like, I'm making <laughs> slop tonight. And slop is... Sure, like, Jamie loves that. I know. He's always like, what is slop? And I'm like, it's whatever just slops out of the pan onto your plate. <laughs> <laughs> this week's slop was um, just a pound of ground beef and cabbage. And I fried, you know, the cabbage, onions, garlic, mm. With the ground beef and a little bit of tomato, um, okay. a little tomato paste. Yeah, but you have to like cabbage. If you if you don't like cabbage, fried cabbage is kind of my. I love fried cabbage. Yeah, I actually just love cabbage. If anyone has an like good recipes, feel free to send them to me on Instagram at Paul's Movie Trip. Oh, look at you! Uh, also on Twitter, uh, TikTok as well. Or just go to your Paul's website. Yeah, paulstrippingmovies.com. Yeah, we have someone else on the phone. We got Jamie. Jamie. Hey, Jamie. What do you got Hi. for Paul? Hi, so my dad's Brussels sprout plants are done for the season, so I just ripped them out of the earth, and I'm going to make soup with them. Yum, what kind of soup? I'm going to roast my Brussels sprouts with bacon, a ton of bacon, and then I'm just going to do, like, my creamy chicken wild rice soup without the chicken, and just do Brussels sprouts and bacon and creamy wild rice soup. Oh, my God, that sounds amazing. sounds really good. I love that. And there's nothing like Brussels sprouts this time of year, especially roasted. Yes. That's a great idea. And bacon. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, of course, all things are better with bacon. Jamie, thank you for that suggestion. Um, I did want to say I try to do things. I try to like set myself up for success by doing some things on the weekend Mm -hmm. to get ready for the week ahead so that I can come home and we can still have something other than like chicken breast and broccoli or some. Do you do a lot of meal prep? Is this. I wouldn't say a lot, but yes, most people would probably say a lot. So like, for example, I like to make tacos one night a week, Mm -hmm. 
but I'll prepare, like I'll do a pork shoulder in the oven on Sunday. Right. And so then I can just shred it, put it in a container, stick it in the fridge, and then tonight I, I'm going to pull it out, um, reheat the meat, but then I'm going to actually... I'm going to go so far as to make my own tortillas because that doesn't take that long, actually. Oh, but, if, but if you want it, like, because I've got a little more, more time on a Friday. But if you don't want to do that, just make sure you've got the tortillas. And then the only thing I have to do tonight is cut up some cabbage and some other veggies. And, yeah. you know, voila, you have a taco night. Does anyone have a good app for, like, doing a menu for the week? Or, you know, like a Monday, it's oh, chicken girl, night. There are all or, sorts of stuff like I'm that. Sure you are, are Mr. Organized. Yes. See, I am not, I I don't get that organized <laughs> with stuff, but if you, if it works for you, I guarantee there are half dozen apps that are out there. Right, and I'd want to find a good one. Here's the thing, I should be organized, and I typically am, but this is an area where I falter, where I forget to meal prep for the week, or I don't come up with the menu, and then it's... We, I usually go pick up our daughter from daycare, come yeah. home. It gets, it's like 5.45, and she is hungry. She wants dinner right away. Don't and underestimate like, the power of a rotisserie chicken. True. Because you can do a lot. You could do a taco night with a rotisserie chicken, shred that chicken. You could make a chili rotisserie chicken. And I've you been seeing make, people putting pumpkin in the chili lately, and that sounds really good, too. You can do an easy casserole. Cube up the pumpkin, shred that chicken, pour some, you know, some broth or... You know, your favorite soup mix. Let's go to the back to the phones. We've got another suggestion for you. Who's on the phone, Mike? Kirsten's on the line. Kirsten's got some ideas for Paul. What do you think, Kirsten? Well, uh, as far as a good app, I use is AnyList. It's called AnyList. And it you can import super easily using, if you have an iPhone, yes. you can import recipes directly uh, off the web into your any list it'll list all the ingredients separately all the instructions and then you can go through and click and it'll give you a grocery list so super that's super, nice. easy. super easy it's called any list any list yeah okay. so that's i wrote our, it down our Thank list. You. and oh my, my husband and i both add to it you know throughout the week and you can do multiple lists like we have our camping list and we have um you know so that that's a oh great tool i have to tell okay, jamie other... i have to tell jamie about that because he's like the list queen in our house right so. Yeah, and it, and that way um, we actually have a list of what we're actually gonna for what we're actually gonna make that week. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. when it comes time to make it, you know, we have the ingredients. Yes, and it's one less thing to think about. Exactly. Yeah, okay. you were gonna give another suggestion. Yeah. Okay. The other thing, there's um, one really easy, two really easy, quick dinner things, especially if your daughter wants to eat right away. <laughs> one is we called fondly tutti frutti chicken. My mom, I think, made it up. But you just mix a bottle of Italian dressing, a jar of apricot preserves, and an envelope of onion soup mix. And you just, um, I use a, a hand blender, mix that sauce up, throw it over chicken breasts, and cook it for 45 minutes. Wow. Okay. At 350. Okay. At 350. <laughs> okay. So give the three things you put together again. Yep. And you just put it over chicken. So it's um, it's a, uh, a, a bottle of any zesty Italian Italian dressing. Okay, Italian dressing. Like. Uh, apricot preserves. Okay. And an envelope of onion soup mix. Oh my god, that's super duper easy. Tutti frutti chicken. Just blend that up. Put it over chicken. Did either. you say French onion soup mix? Uh, just yeah, just the regular onion, onion mix, like Lipton's. The, oh, okay. Like Lipton's onion soup mix, and okay. we put that, and then it makes a delicious sauce, and you just put it over rice. I love Ooh. it. That sounds amazing. And you said stick it in the oven uh, over chicken at three fifty. Yep. Perfect. Like a half hour, forty minutes. Forty minutes. Yeah, okay. and I've done it from frozen, and then yeah. I just do it for an hour. Okay. So, okay. So Thank that's my like super quick. I love it. Together, 
kids are hungry. Kirsten's, and then I have one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go pan ahead. Dinner. Just oh. do sheet pan dinner with whatever vegetables you have left in the That's always in a the good crisper. Yeah. yeah. Just good. throw That's some good. onion or some olive oil, some spices, throw I use kielbasa. And mm. just mix it up, roast it, and it's a whole meal right there. Awesome. Thank you so much for all those suggestions, Kirsten. She gave you all sorts of ideas. I wrote Any list? Tutti Frutti Chicken and yeah. Kielbasa Sheet Pan Dinner. <laughs> I love it. Um, the other thing I was going to tell you, Paul, don't under you said, or I told you, don't underestimate the power of a rotisserie chicken. Yep. And do you ever do bowls? Like, we do rice bowls. Yes. But you can, um, you know, roast a vegetable, cook up some rice, and you can do that meal prep. The right. weekend before, roast the vegetables, make the rice, stick it all in the fridge, and then, you know, sort of uh, put everything out, like, on the night that you want to make it and read I it. tend to forget to do... We I do something similar with, like, quinoa and then, like, a Thai chicken. Sure. Like, chicken with vegetables, yeah. Thai peanut sauce, and then top it with some broccoli. Awesome. Like a little bowl Did like you get that. some ideas? I did. Thank you, everyone. Awesome. I, I got appreciate some ideas. It. And, dear listeners, thanks. We should do that more. Yeah. Okay. When we come back, you're on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn today with our good friend, Paul. We are going to talk about pickleball. Why? Because I actually played pickleball last night. I'll tell you all about it when we come back right here on my Talk 1071.